Welcome to the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. I'm your co-host, Arv. And I'm your other co-host, Arsh. And today on the show, we have two topics to start to talk about. We're going to start off by discussing the MLB playoffs that are now um, taking place. The game before the World Series, we're currently in the ALCS and NLCS. So we're going to be talking about those matchups, who we think will advance to the World Series. We're also going to be doing our weekly segment, Two Bros, Two Picks. Each of us will give you two fantasy football must-starts or at least people you should stash on your bench for the next coming weeks that could help you win your leagues. But let's get started with the MLB playoffs. And Arsh, why don't you kick us off with the ALCS, the Houston Astros versus the Texas Rangers? Mm-hmm. So starting off with the Astros versus Rangers, like you said, I mean, it was pretty crazy that the Rangers were able to win against the Orioles, the number one seed, 3-0, swept them. But it's the Astros versus the Andros, it's the Astros versus the Rangers, and we know the Astros. We know how good they are, and I'm going to pick them to make yet another World Series. I mean, I cannot remember. I can't count how many World Series they've been to in the past five, six, seven years. It's been a crazy amount, right? I mean, they've got these crazy players. There's a bunch of really good stories about how they were able to draft these guys, and they knew what to do, when to do it, and they went from one of the worst teams in baseball to one of the best, and they, in my opinion, have been a dynasty they haven't won all the rings that they've gone uh to the world series for but they have been a dynasty and i think this continues i think that they win this series against the rangers in a pretty easy way i don't think it's going to be competitive or close so i'm taking the astros in this yeah i agree here i although the rangers have not lost a game in this postseason yet which is surprising um having played both the rays and the orioles i i still think that even though they're hot right now I think that the Astros still come out on top. We've talked about uh, Jose Altuve, the great pitching they have, Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, the incredible team centered around, like not centered around anyone, the incredible team that the pieces they have that build up this team that's consistently good. And in the the postseason, the team only gets better. It's like, um, who is it? It's like Jimmy Butler of the NBA, uh, for for the MLB, Except it's the whole Astros team. That's what happens every single year. And the they team is still amazing. Yeah, all the they record. have to do is all they have to do is get to the postseason, and from then on, they just their whole team just gets so good consistently. They have experience. They're extremely consistent. Everything, everyone steps up a level. The managing does great. The coaching staff obviously prepares them, and the recovery is awesome for them. So I think that they still win. They will win this. Um, they will win this series in advance to the World Series. Um, but I think it's just astounding at how successful the Astros have been. And you talked about it. I think one of the most underrated dynasties in MLB history, let alone sports history. Even um, even though they did cheat and they did get a ring off cheating and that they beat the Yankees cheating, they still have been an amazing team, whether you want to admit it or not, even as Yankees fans. Exactly. Now moving over to the NLCS, which is the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, the Phillies, as of this recording, the Phillies clinched Two days ago or yesterday, I can't exactly remember. But um, I think here, the Phillies are the four seed, Diamondbacks are the six seed. And this is tough for me, but I'm going to have to go with the Phillies here. I think last year, we know, made it to the World Series. And then this year, have played great. Bryce Harper, since coming back from his injury midseason, has been on fire. Nick Castellanos has made plays defensively that have been just incredible. And uh, offensively, too, he's really brought it. Alec Bone, we know, is great. We know their pitching is incredible. Um, it's uh, obviously at this point, you're just you're just picking a needle or you're just picking like picking threads here, like splitting hairs in terms of which team is going to be better because they're all good and they all have great pitching. 
all have are really consistent and all have great bats. But I think it's going to be the Phillies coming out on top, and I think we'll have a Phillies Astros World Series for 2023. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you here. I think that the Diamondbacks are actually going to win. Uh, they are a very good team. They faced some adversity in the wild card, lost to the Astros, then they beat the Brewers. They beat the Dodgers 3-0, swept them, and now they are going up against the Phillies. I'm going to pick them here. I think that they can win against the Phillies. Phillies obviously just lost in the World Series, but I do think that they are not going to make it back. I think that the Diamondbacks, it's their turn, and they've been amazing this postseason. I know we just talked about uh, we just talked about one of the hottest teams in baseball, uh, the Rangers, who haven't lost a game yet, and I said that they wouldn't win, but this team is also very hot, and I think they can continue that, even against this high competition against the Phillies, against Bryce Harper, obviously. That's the big storyline here, but I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks. So just a recount, uh, I think that the World Series is going to be the Diamondbacks versus the Astros. Yeah, and for me, I picked the Houston Astros versus the Philadelphia Phillies. So we both have the Astros from the ALCS. From the NLCS, I have the Phillies. Arch has the Arizona Diamondbacks. So make sure you guys tune in. Next week will be our World Series predictions if the games and series are over at that point. Now let's move on to our fantasy football segment, Two Bros, Two Picks. Each of us will give you two guys that you must stash and could you should consider starting in your lineups in week six in light of two bye weeks and potential injuries in your lineup. So let's get to, I'll start us off this week. Um, and my first pick is, is Dante Foreman for the Chicago Bears. Now, personally, I'm a Roshan Johnson owner myself. So Khalil Herbert obviously went down with the ankle or injury last week in week five on Thursday night, was expected to be out multiple weeks from that, from that day or Friday morning. They knew that. So he was already essentially ruled out. Roshan Johnson was in concussion protocol earlier in that game Thursday night and officially, as of today, got ruled out of Sunday's game. And now they are playing the uh, Minnesota Vikings, so it's going to probably be – actually, I don't know if it's going to be a negative game script. I think it could be a really close game in terms of the fact that the Chicago Bears offense has been, like, red hot recently, put up 47 points against the uh, against the Denver Broncos. Justin Fields has looked incredible. QB finishes of three and one in the past two weeks. DJ Moore, obviously wide receiver one last week, put up crazy numbers, over 200 yards, three touchdowns. Um, and now they don't have a running back. So I think that if they get ahead early or if they just want to pound the rock, you have Dante Foreman there. Remember when Christian McCaffrey was out and got traded with the from the Carolina Panthers, Dante Foreman had five 100-yard rushing games in a span of in – I think it was like 12 games, maybe less, something crazy like that. He played really well. So he's established himself already as a good running back. Now I think he could play really well, especially because Roshan Johnson's out. Travis Homer's most likely not going to play or get minimal snaps as of already because he's already injured. And Khalil Herbert's out for multiple weeks. So definitely add him if you need a flex or RB2. I would consider starting him this week. Yeah. I'm also going to go in another situation where the starter is injured. This is the Carolina Panthers. I'm going Chuba Hubbard. He has been in the league for a while. He's been a pretty good backup for a while. Uh, it's been only two years, but it seems like longer. In sleeper, he's only rostered in 37% of leagues, yet the guy is projected almost, just almost, 
as much as Derrick Henry. Why is that? Well, because Miles Sanders is sidelined. So Coach Frank Wright actually said that he is going to be the starter, that there he's going to be the main back that gets the majority of the carries. He's projected 12.39 points. Once again, only rostered in 37% of leagues, and that just went up from about like 10 uh, this past week. But he's had some good games. He has not had a rushing or receiving touchdown yet because that's not his game. But he's a good receiving back. In week two, he had five targets, five receptions for 39 yards. Uh, in week four, rushing, he played 54% of the snaps, had 14 attempts for 41 yards. Look, the point is this guy can run, and he has that breakaway speed. I think being the number one back for Carolina Panthers team that can't throw the ball especially well is very important. And I think he's going to have a great game and have a field day running against this Miami Dolphins run defense. It's good. It's not great. So I'm going to go with Chuba Hubbard as my first pick. Yeah, my second pick is a guy that every week, actually, we have picked. First three weeks, Arsh picked him. Week four, I picked him. Arsh picked him week five. And here I am picking him in week six. It's Josh Downs for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, we've told you every time. you got to get this guy. Exactly. Now, I think here is a perfect, perfect situation for Josh Downs to play great. Now, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gonna have to throw the ball to keep up. It's just a fact. The Colts have not been playing well on offense at all at all this year. Now, Josh Downs in PPR leagues has put up um six points, eight points, 14 points, six points, and 16 points last week in week five. Now, now most significantly, you have those two games, week three, where he had I'll explain it. But week three, where he had 14, week five, where he had 16. Now, what's the common denominator in both those games? Gardner Minshew was at quarterback. Gardner Minshew was at quarterback in week three because Anthony Richardson missed due to a concussion. And now Gardner Minshew's in was in week five. Gardner Minshew came in because Anthony Richard Richardson suffered a shoulder injury. Now week six, Anthony Richardson is on IR for four games. Josh Downs definitely could have a very, very good game this week, especially in PPR leagues. Have at least six catches is my expectation. Last week, he caught all six of his targets for 97 yards. So this guy can play. He's obviously from UNC. We say it all the time. And we know he's a PPR machine, yak machine, can go deep as well. Kind of like a a smaller version of Zay Flowers and a more underrated version. But for the Colts, he's exactly what they need. They can pair him with Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, take some of that load off of him and help Gardner Minshew in this offense. We know Gardner Minshew does not run that much, likes to stay in the pocket compared to Richardson and throw the ball. So I think Josh Downs could have a really productive day. And over the next four weeks, look for his value to only increase because Anthony Richardson will still be on IR. So my last pick is going to be Salvin Ahmed. He is the running back for the Miami Dolphins in his third year. And I mean, they are, he is the number two back right now to Raheem Raheem Mostert. Sorry, what happened is uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. is still on the injured report. And Devonna Chaney, who's been amazing, one of the best rookie running backs that we've seen in a while. He is going off, but he's injured. He's on IR now. So this guy is going to be breaking out. He's had a couple good years, uh, and he's had a couple good games this year. Uh, In week one, he didn't have a great rushing attack, but he had three targets. Targets. Week two, they, he had 7.10 points uh, when he played the New England Patriots because he had three targets, three receptions uh, for 28 yards, and then he rushed for 13 yards with only three attempts. Uh, last week, he did not have a great game because he just wasn't needed there, but now they're playing the, uh, the Carolina Panthers, and I do think that this is going to be a pretty easy matchup for them. 
Panthers are the second worst team against the run. I think Raheem also will have a pretty good game, but so will he. Uh, so an Ahmed, I think he'll have a great game. He's a good running back. He's got. Uh, he's also got that breakaway speed. And did I mention that he's only rostered in five percent of leagues on sleeper? If I were you, I'd pick up this guy, especially if something unfortunately would happen to Raheem Mostert. This is this guy's going to break out. But even if nothing does, we've seen how Miami has used two uh, running back sets. We've seen how Mike McDaniel has been utilizing that. So in my opinion, this is a very good stash, and maybe even play this week if you have a deep league. Yeah, so let's recap. And actually, first off, I agree with that. I picked up Savan Ahmed because I have Saquon Barkley. Not sure if he's going to play Sunday night. So if I need a, a quick fill-in, Roshan Johnson's out. Javante Williams already played for me. And I'm not starting Matt Breed after the 50-50 split with Eric Gray last week. So I'm probably going to start Savan Ahmed if Saquon Barkley doesn't play. But just to recap, my two picks are um, Dante Foreman, running back for the Chicago Bears, and uh, Josh Downs, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. And my two picks are Chuba Hubbard, the running back for the Carolina Panthers, and it is Salvin Ahmed, the running back for the Miami Dolphins.